0: Before the start of this episode, I wanted to tell you about another podcast that I am producing for my friend Aisha. It's called the Botanica Podcast. I wonder what she thinks of that pronunciation. But anyway, (laughs) uh, here's a trailer for the podcast. You can subscribe to it uh, anywhere you get your podcast, just like ours. Here it is.
1: Welcome to the Botanica Podcast. This is your host, Aisha. Listen in as we discuss topics like love, health, sex, relationships, and even alternative medicine. We stream live every Sunday at 8 on Facebook. Listen to the Botanica podcast on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to stop by our Botanica every Sunday. We have a lot to share.
0: By the time you hear this podcast, your family will take you there. Welcome to by the time you hear this podcast, I'm Greg, I'm Ben, and welcome to episode 163. One thing that's funny with this song, um, I think of the I don't know if you remember Set-tube watching Dick Entertainer Comic View. Yep, Bob <laughs> Staples comes in with his bass solo, he's yep. just sick of everybody at that
2: point. <laughs> <laughs> it's really hard for me to find. Um, his stuff on like from comic view and everything sometimes like the stuff I really want like that one and the one where he makes fun of the laverts I guess which is also funny oh, yeah. uh, um, a family musical <laughs> act but where he makes one of them that one was probably one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life and can't find it anywhere
0: yeah I've been I've been looking for a clip where he talked about um uh reggae like with reggae music and how they could write a song about anything, anything? yeah it'll be like a a, a deep protest song <laughs> no, no jam <laughs> peanut butter no jam oh i know <laughs> oh my god um so yeah, if if anybody know can find clips of Comic View, you know, from between ninety two and ninety six. If
2: if BET was uh, smart, they'd put it out on like yeah, something, they would put those clips streaming out, yeah. or just something. It's maybe they're afraid that they, some of them wouldn't play well today, you know. But some of them wouldn't. I mean, yeah. there was a lot of material about the OJ
0: trial and about Michael Jackson mm-hmm. that people would be offended by today.
2: Yeah. Plus, a lot of them. So, like, I think it's on like Don DC Curry. Yeah. Who is like. He's on a sitcom now, but he's a much more kind of cleaned up version of what he used to be. Like, a lot of them probably don't want any of this stuff seen. You know, yeah. I know, like, Dion Cole was on there, was on Comet View at one point, and now he's a little bit more clean cut. He's on Blackish, right? I think it is. Yeah, he's on Blackish. Yeah, like, they've kind of uh and, and
0: he hosts the uh, late night show with Tiffany Haddish.
2: Re- okay, I forgot he did that too. Oh, Bell so, Crawford. And oh, he's oh, much oh. more popular
0: now than he was then. Yeah. But he was a big. Uh, uh a staple, I yeah. should say, of a uh, comic view at that time.
2: Yeah, some of them probably wouldn't want that stuff popping up. <laughs> Which it's is why I think com- it'd be hard comedy
0: stand up comedy doesn't often age.
2: No, yeah, someone said that. They're like it ages like um organic fruit. Like just really fast. Like <laughs> just really, really fast. And I mean and and that's true. There's some YouTube channel I watched talked about that, like just showing one of my favorite movies of all time, Ace Ventura, the first one, and how the main premise of it is that the person is transgender. Yeah. Like that you, mm, 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 you can't that was that was the punchline of the whole <laughs> that was the movie. Punchline. That was the punchline. Like you can't like I watched that and I mean like as a kid I don't get it as much but as an adult I'm like oh oh you can't do that today. Mm-hmm. You could not. Yeah, so. But welcome. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh thank you everyone who's listened so far. If you're watching on the stream, you can see where you can find us, where you can listen to us.
2: Um leave us a review. Yeah. Um and uh drop us a comment on something, you know. Yeah. YouTube or Facebook or Um,
0: I have found that um I think we had Well, we'll talk about that later. (laughs) Never mind. Don't want to get too inside baseball here. So um we've been off for a couple of weeks. Uh we you know, not we didn't record last week, you know. Thanksgiving. Yeah. And um so during the time that we were off the Grammy nominations came out. Ooh. And <laughs> uh, <laughs> some interesting uh some interesting nominees. Uh we talked about this where we had Eric on that they were in the uh they had a number 1 or number 2 album and they were high on the Billboard Artist 100. ABBA has a song nominated for Record of the Year, which feels like a makeup call to me. Yeah, Because we, we uh, because of our list from uh, because five Grammy snubs, I talked about it then. ABBA, I don't think they, I don't know, I know they had never won a Grammy, but I wasn't sure if they had never, ever been nominated. Um, very few nominations, if ever. Mm-hmm. So they're nominated for Album of the Year for the song, I Still Have Faith in You. I haven't heard the song, but, you know, just looking at the credits here, it's the same four people. It's the same four people. It's the same four people in the group. The two guys write the songs. The two ladies do the lead vocals. It's the it's the it's you know, it's uh death taxes and ABBA. <laughs> That's how they're gonna do it, you know? Um a big an artist that I saw was interesting that has a lot of nominations this year,
2: John Batiste. I hear a lot about him, but I don't I don't know who he is, and I guess Considering what it is that we do, I probably need to start looking into him more. He is a yeah. um,
0: a jazz artist. For people who watch Late Night with Stephen Colbert, he is the the house band leader. Okay, okay. Um, he is New Orleans jazz. That's that's his style. Oh, so he's that guy in the yeah. in the categories. Okay. <laughs> um, I, it's it's actually I okay. I guess I would say it's actually jazz and not the almost jazz okay. that I think the Grammys like. <laughs> Um but he is he's in the R and B categories and jazz categories. Like this is very um I think he started to become more popular for his music, not just, you know, being the uh okay. Paul Schaefer, the current Paul oh, Schaefer. Oh, he's a Paul Schaefer? He's, okay. Well he's not he's not like a uh I guess as he's in riff with Stephen Colbert A little bit. Okay. But not as not as much as where you forget that he's actually a musician okay. like we do with Paul Schaefer. Um, so he, I think he has a 10 or 11 nominations. Wow. Uh, also for, for Record of the Year, he's nominated for the song Freedom. Um, the Almost Jazz that I was talking about, Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga, <laughs> their project um, has been nominated. They, their recording of I Get a Kick Out of You for Record of the Year, their album love for Sale for Album of the year um for Song of the year, I don't think they were nominated because they were they did all covers mm-hmm. so um they have they have many nominations as well, and I when I saw the nominations, I predicted that they're going to win because let's give Tony Bennett one more Grammy On out, before yeah. he dies mm-hmm. um Peaches. Nonsensical song, but it's nominated for uh, Record of the Year. Uh, "Kiss Me More," Doja Cat featuring SZA. This is definitely Doja Cat's biggest single. Uh, "Happier Than Ever," Billie Eilish. I think it's nominated because Phineas is so
2: good. That song, even is... though
0: he's also nominated God. for Best New Artist. <laughs> that song
2: is so bad. I, I don't get it. Her new stuff has has been very disappointing. Uh, "Lil Nas X, Montero, Call Me by Your Name." Called that one.
0: <laughs> we uh, call that one. <laughs> driver's license, Olivia Rodrigo, which may win record of the year. Uh, it's very well produced. I'll give it that. Like it's, yeah. And uh, I guess because they beat the deadline, leave the door open by Silk Sonic. Yeah, is uh, nominated for record of the year.
2: Very well produced. So I mean.
0: album of the year, we got We Are by John Batiste, Love for Sale that's Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga, Justice, the Triple, Ju- Triple Chuck's Deluxe. I don't know what that means. That, uh, product, that producers list is huge. Uh, wow. It's taking up my screen. There should be a limit. There yeah. should be a limit on the amount of producers that can be nominated. But it, what it also includes, not just the producers, it includes uh, all the songwriters, mm-hmm. all the featured artists, and uh, all the engineers. Yeah.
2: So. Like, you have to yeah. wonder, how is he making money with how expensive this album had to be?
0: Yeah. I'd be surprised if he made twenty dollars off like, this with as many be, people. On yeah. It. Um uh Planet Her by Doja Cat. Not as many but a, uh, but credits, a but a lot. Yeah. Still a lot. Uh Happier Than Ever by Billie Eilish. Uh Back in My Mind by Her, which may have just well, not as many as Justin Bieber, but uh, more than Doja Cat. Yeah. <laughs> um Montero, Lil Nas X. Um that is nominated Sour by Olivia Rodrigo. Evermore by Taylor Swift. I really hope she doesn't win for the fourth time.
2: Um I don't know what that says. Like would this <laughs> I feel like but Miley Jones would kill me for saying this. Would this be considered her classic era? <laughs> like Stevie? <laughs> when we look back on Wikipedia. <laughs> and
0: uh Yeah. And uh last but not least, who actually has more credits than Justin Bieber for the uh for the album. Donda by Kanye West, uh, not even for album of the year. Song of the Year, we got Bad Habits by Ed Sheeran, so they beat the deadline. A Beautiful Noise by Alicia Keys and Brandi Carlisle, Driver's License, Lou Rodrigo, Fight For You by Her, which won the Oscar for Best Original Song, Happier Than Ever by Billie Eilish, Kiss Me More, Doja Cat featuring SZA, Leave the Door Open, they beat the deadline, Montero, Call Me By Your Name, Peaches, and Right On Time by Brandi Carlisle. Peaches, come on. It's it's a nonsensical song, yeah. I, but whatever. Um, <laughs> best New Artist. <laughs> I am not familiar with all of these artists. I, I'll go back and do some research on some of them. Uh, Aruj Aftab. Nope. Never heard of. Uh, Jimmy Allen. I've heard of him. Country singer. Uh, Baby Keem. Uh, he, he's gone viral on TikTok with the, <laughs> a couple of his songs. Um, and I think that the Kendrick Lamar connection definitely helps. That's his uncle. Oh, okay. So. Oh, okay. Uh, Good for him. But, he, but a lot of people do like Baby Keem stuff, so he uh, definitely deserves to be there. We got Phineas, the producer, uh, but he has um, he is a solo artist now. I haven't heard any of his solo artist stuff. Um, we also have Glass Animals, who- Which makes no sense. We've heard about them for a few years.
2: Um, we thought they were sure going a long time a ago. Back in like twenty. 20- 16 or 17 which yeah. we featured some of their songs on a playlist we made yeah so i don't get this one but whatever shelby lynn right uh,
0: yeah yeah
2: <laughs> alessia cara
0: <laughs> <laughs> um japanese breakfast i am not familiar with this band um sounds like an emo band honestly but it probably isn't <laughs> nowadays are probably just an indie band <laughs> um the kid Leroy, um who's put out uh like four albums I think. Yeah. But over a very short period of time. Uh Arlo Parks, who I have listened to, I, I like her stuff. Okay. Um uh it's like an acoustic R and B but not like polished like India R. E. stuff. Did you play
2: one of her songs as a um nearworm? No.
0: I thought you did. Okay, never mind. No, I think I sent you the uh, sent you um a playlist of like black alternative artists that okay. she was on there. Uh, Olivia Rodrigo, of course. Uh, She'll probably win. Mm -hmm. And Sweetie, um, who has, uh, I think she has uh, like three or four nominations this year. Which is weird. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, So those are the big four. Um, Any categories that you are interested in, Ben?
2: No, um, I did. I haven't checked it out yet, but Finn McEntee put out um, a... uh, god what is it what is it a video about how the academy still doesn't understand rap and metal yeah. i haven't watched yet and i have to agree they still don't understand it um so i'm I'm very curious deftones are nominated for for this one deftones dream theater Gojira, which is these are great bands mastodon and rob zombies I, rob zombies rob zombie i haven't heard them yet but you know i'll probably look into that but yeah um I haven't really looked at a lot of the categories. I probably should have looked at them. I didn't I just I had forgotten about them because Thanksgiving came. but um,
0: yeah, uh, seeing best rock performance, ACDC, Black Pumas. Chris Cornell, nothing compares to you. Is this a, a prince cover? Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, We've got the Deftones, uh, Foo Fighters, and if for best rock song, we have Weezer, Kings of Leon. Mammoth WVH, which
2: is Wolfgang, Wolfgang Van yeah. Halen. I think I know this song. He's 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 a sneaky good singer songwriter. Probably better than his father. No no disrespect because I know that's one of the things that came up with that Gary Sharone album that there was no one there to reel Eddie in as a songwriter.
0: Mm.
2: Wolfgang's a, a sneaky good songwriter. Like it doesn't sound like metal or rock. It sounds like kind of like like he, it could be like Chris daughtry style rock.
0: Okay, yeah. Uh, also Paul McCartney. And the Foo Fighters. And the Best Rock Album, ACDC, Black Pumas, Chris Cornell, Foo Fighters, and Paul McCartney.
2: McCartney 3.
0: McCartney 3.
2: I didn't know he was doing that. <laughs>
0: I knew he came out with a new album. I didn't know that was the name. Yeah. McCartney 3. <laughs> um, I said that, you know, like with Femi Kindi saying that uh, the Grammys don't understand rap or metal. I still don't think they understand R&B either mm-hmm. and how it has evolved. Because they're still the best R&B performance, best traditional R&B performance, and best progressive
2: R&B album.
0: Hmm. Uh,
2: I should, should get into some of these people. Robert Glasper. Was that dinner party or dessert? Is that like a a, a classic jazz album?
0: Um, oh, the one that's uh, it's like a jazz, more of a jazzy R&B. You know, Robert Glasper. How his stuff normally is. If you from, mm-hmm. if people were familiar with him. Um, that's, uh, it's, um, it's, it's, but it also includes cause it has ninth wonder. So there's some hip hop elements, some okay. samples, <clears throat> Kamasi Washington. I think he's a saxophone player. Um, so it's, it's, uh, it's a combination of a lot of things. Okay. Um, it's pretty good for the couple of songs I heard. Uh, I think it's a, like a three, yeah, it's a three part, I think it's a three part, like three EPs or something like that so mm-hmm. um and then for the best uh in the rap category uh best rap performance Family Ties, Baby Keem, and Kendrick Lamar, yeah, Cardi B, J. Cole, Way Too Sexy by Drake I th- I think I, I how do they say this we if might he, be if done we might be done with Drake
2: oh I thought you were, I thought we you were be about be the done next with song because uh, how do they say this song if she wins but never mind you, you weren't there <laughs> um. <laughs> how did they say this song <laughs> um
0: oh okay I see it well I don't know do they say thought shit on the air did They Megan the Stallion and the winner <laughs> is
2: thought sh- and it's just like you know if it's Tommy Lee I feel like he'd say it I don't know why that my mind was there anyone else probably says thought stuff
0: <laughs> thought things <laughs> what's the radio version called <laughs> I have no clue um I think we might be done with Drake, though.
1: No, I'm, I've I've been done with
0: Drake, dude. No, I think I think the Academy is done with Drake.
1: Mm. What makes uh, you think
0: that? Well, for him to only have oh, just the
2: one in two in the nominations.
0: Rap uh, for the best rap performance, and then for best rap album, that's it.
2: Those maybe are two nominations.
0: Maybe he's due for a comeback then. And, and maybe they, they were listening to our podcast and what I was saying <laughs> that Drake isn't trying anymore. He's just trying to get
2: the, he's just, he's he might be doing the Max Martin method yeah. by just having the syllables. Basically. Yeah, <laughs> music math for the TikTok generation. It's got to get them TikTok views. <laughs> mm. Um. Also, um.
0: well, I like, told you before, oh. Because uh, I we, we we thought that he might be nominated. He got zero nominations. Morgan Wallen.
2: <laughs> zero nominations. I don't know. Maybe they're trying to send a message. Um I don't know how I don't know how his fans uh fight this one. Like you can't buy more albums to make him get nominated. <laughs> and who has three nominations
0: in the country category? A black artist named Mickey Guyton. A black female artist. Black like female that, yeah. country artist. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I'm excited for her, you know, Black Excellence. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, one more I wanted to look at, I guess, Producer of the Year, uh, just to see if...
2: Ew, they nominated Fancy Like for Best Country Song. Oh, uh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, I did see that. <sighs> wow. Yeah. Um. Mm-mm-mm. Uh. One, also, you look at Best Music Film, which we may or may not do an episode on later um inside by bo burnham it was not considered a comedy album even though it's supposed to be <laughs> <laughs> so um they have david burns american utopia which i think is like a it's a musical uh happier than ever a love letter to los angeles from billy eilish music money madness jimmy hendrix in maui that sounds interesting mm. and a uh, summer of soul which was produced by quest love um, that was that you'd see that on on Hulu, but it was a footage that had never been seen before. Um, but I was looking for producer of the year to see if
2: uh I just actually passed that one because uh, uh one Mister Jack Antonoff is on there.
0: Yeah, here we go. We have uh, Jack Antonoff uh, produced for Lana Del Rey, Saint Vincent, Taylor Swift, Lord. Those are the ones I've heard of. Uh Roger Shahayed uh produced for Kali Uchis. I'm not even sure if I'm pronouncing that right. Uh Doja Cat Shelly FKA Drum Uh Anderson Pack. Oh, he produced Fire in the Sky. That's a good song. Um more for Doja Cat. Twenty one Savage, Zane. Uh we have Mike Elizondo. Uh, Crazy good bass player. <laughs> Twenty one Pilots, Jonas Brothers, <clears throat> Rag and Bone Man. Uh, we got Hit Boy, um, who produced the uh, Judas and Black Messiah soundtrack, and Nas's King Disease 2, which is nominated for Best uh, Rap Album. And Ricky Reed, produced for Cali Uchis, Terrace Martin, Camilla Cabello, Leon Bridges, Sean
2: Mendez, Lizzo, and John Batiste. Yeah, Mike Alessandra is probably. I've never seen him him on here, but like he was early in his career was hip hop and then like kind of branched out to like I think he did. um, I know he did Mastodon's album, The Hunter. He's he did freaking Nelly Furtado's first album. And a lot of these projects he plays bass on too. crazy good bass player, but not somebody that you hear a lot about because he's really producer tag. Well, that too. And he's just really all over the place in in terms of styles of music that he does. Um, really impressive guy with a really impressive body of work.
0: All right. So um, we'll probably come back to this to look at, you know, give our predictions later.
2: That's in what, February, right? Yeah. Okay.
0: So let's look at the charts really quick. Um, this will be a shorter episode than normal, guys. Uh, um. So we'll just go to the charts into Ben's Earworm of the Week. Um, number one this week, It's, it was number two last week. And you'll find out who beat it. <laughs> but number one again this week, Easy on by Adele. Um, number two, oh, and of course, because it's a new song, there's a. Uh, Boyce Avenue cover of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> um, number two, "Say" by The Kid Leroy and Justin Bieber. Number three, Industry Baby by Lil Nas X and Jack Harlow. The number one song last week, but it is number four this week. All Too Well, Taylor's version. Is this the 10-minute song? Probably. Her fans are crazy. It was number one. It debuted at number one last week.
2: This is this is a money grab, people.
0: mm Uh, Debuting at number five, another Adele track, Oh My God. Debuting at number five this week. Is that a cover? Let me stop. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Number six, Shivers by Ed Sheeran. Number seven, Heat Waves by new artist nominee Glass Animals. (laughs) Probably their fourth album. (laughs) (laughs) Number eight, Bad Habits by Ed Sheeran. Number nine, Need to Know by Doja Cat. And number 10, Smoking Out the Window by Silk Sonic and... They put a picture of Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack together. Good for you, Billboard. <laughs> get it
2: together. You got it together.
0: All right, let's look at the Billboard 200. Um, give me a second to get there. Number one this week, and I believe it's uh, held on for a while. Well, actually, it it this is technically it debuting at number one. Thirty by Adele. <clears throat> That's old. She's thirty now, right? Or is she? Is she older? I think she's, she's probably like 31 now. Okay. These are, it's just I mean, she songs was she making, was writing yeah, at the time. Okay.
2: Yeah,
0: Uh Number two, it debuted at number one last week, Red, Taylor's version. The rehash. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> number three, Certified Lover Boy by Drake. Number four, An Evening with Silk Sonic. Number five, Grammys, Schmammies. Still holding on. <laughs> Dangerous the Devil album by Morgan Wallen. Uh I wonder if he well, he can't he can even be there to accept his AMAs. So well he wouldn't he wasn't there to accept his AMAs. Mm-hmm. So well. Yeah. Um he's just gonna be sitting at home, uh, collecting money, I guess. Uh number six, Still Over It by Summer Walker. Number seven, Raise the Roof. This is not a this is not a rap album. Uh, Robert Plant and Allison
2: Krauss. Uh careful. I think the last time they put out something together. They won a Grammy for well, Album That'll of the be year. next year. That'll be next year. Look out for
0: Album of the Year nominee, Raise the Roof. Number eight, Sour by Olivia Barigo. Number nine, Christmas by Michael Buble. Of course. Uh, I'm not sure when this album came out. At least three years ago. Uh, <laughs> maybe longer. Could you pull that up? Christmas yeah. by Michael Bubble. When did that oh. album come out? And a re-entry into the charts. It was unranked last week the highlights by the weekend which is the greatest hits album uh kind of cheating but whatever it's the it's the weekend um he uh the he he can he can do whatever now he's not worried about getting awards
2: it's older 10 years yeah it's 10 years old this one came out on october 24th 2011 so a 10 year old
0: out. Al- well i mean i guess it's like when like Mariah Carey's "All I Want Christmas Is You," it's going to be number one any 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 second now. Yeah, it ju- it's just outside of the top ten, people. It's <laughs> creeping. It's kind of like so, that soon mean. Eventually, <laughs> yeah, it will. It will be number one. So this is the same thing with with uh, Michael Bublé and probably some yeah. Pentatonix mm-hmm. albums. Um, yeah, at twenty one <laughs> right
2: now is a Charlie Brown Christmas. Merry Christmas, when Mariah Carey is at number twenty two. Like they're creeping up.
0: Yeah, the, the Christmas song Nat King Cole is at twenty seven.
2: They're been up there. Yeah. They they see, in <laughs> their in the horizon and for some reason, a Christmas gift for you from Phil Spector. <laughs> it's was thirty seven? Hold on. I,
0: uh, yes, he died.
2: Okay. Okay. Hold on. What, that which one? Phil Spector was the one that was on trial for murder, right? Right. Yeah, we got to cancel him. That's what we do. We're gonna cancel him. He's can't listen to a murderer. Come on, people. <laughs>
0: If R. Kelly had a Christmas album, it would be right up here.
2: Oh, man. Oh, man. That's a, that's a blog post right there. Like, what would his, what would his songs be titled? <laughs> Ew. <laughs> I'm writing it.
0: <laughs> All right. So last but not least, we're going to look at the Artist 100, number one this week, number one song, number one album. Adele. Oh, wait, you know, wait. So we talked about Robert Plant and Alison Krauss. Mm-hmm. 30 is going to be, is, is she going to win Album of the Year next year for 30?
2: I don't know. Um, how much longer do we think Robert Plant has? <laughs> Let's just be honest. Let's, how much longer? I mean, I know he's got one, but there's also, we. why not another, you know? So that, that'll be curious. I just feel like that's, I mean, Alison Krauss in Bluegrass Austin awesome Cross Union Station are amongst the most respected musicians within that genre. Robert Plant's one of the most respected rock singers in history. Is I feel like there's just too much acclaim <laughs> for one album, you know? So I'd be very surprised if they did not get nominated. Yeah. Just I think they'll get nominated, but will, will they who's win? win? I don't know. Maybe you give it to a. Like, that's a lot of head to, you know? I don't know. Yeah. Do uh, the fans splitting. crossover. Some yeah. vote splitting
0: right there, man. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Adele's number one on the Arts 100 this week. She was number two last week because number one last week is number two this week. Taylor Swift. Um, money grab. Money grab Swift.
2: Like, I wouldn't think it was a money grab if she wasn't. Like, if she just was like, hey, guys, I re-released it. Listen to it. But, like, now she's putting, like, full-on campaigns behind it. Like, that's what's getting me. Like, who releases a single from their re-released album that they only did to stop Scooter Braun, Big Bad Scooter Braun, from profiting off of her albums unfairly, which I have an issue with anyway. But, like, if this weren't a money grab, you wouldn't be releasing singles and things like that. Like, it's it's a total money grab, and her fans are falling for it. Uh, um, yeah. That's... Getting it on vinyl. Like, they're
1: just... <laughs>
0: <laughs> Number three this week, Ed Sheeran. Number four, The Weekend. Number five, Doja Cat. Number six, The
2: Nicest Man in Country, Luke Combs. Um,
0: did I send you a text message on Thanksgiving that he was performing at halftime? Of I the thought game? that
2: was more okay. No, that's nice. He was okay. Okay, when you said that, I thought you were being like sarcastic, but you literally meant Luke I Combs. Meant, I meant Luke Combs. Oh, that's awesome. Was, All I
0: said was the nicest man in country. <laughs> was it a good?
2: Was it a good performance? Uh,
0: I, I was in and out watching. Oh, okay. It. I mean, he's, I don't know. My family's asking, who's this guy? So <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's no
2: Garth Brooks, but, you know, I'm sure he
0: does all right. Uh, I noticed the, um, I, I feel like you had mentioned it before, but on his mic stand, he had a red solo cup. Yeah, he keeps, they pass around, like, in the real shows, he passes around a bottle of moonshine. Okay, he was the only one with the cup, though. Yeah, so yeah. I thought, like, oh, is he, like, in case he drops his pick, he, like, get one out of there.
2: Oh, I mean, who knows? Typically, like, when you have a pick holder, like, it's attached to the mic stand, and they kind of jut out like it's a little piece of piece of rubber Okay. with, like, clamps. So, I mean, I don't know what he had in it. I mean, maybe that's what you tell the kids. Like, oh, yeah, that's just where his picks are, you know? Um, <laughs> why is he drinking his picks? Like, oh, you know, it's okay. <laughs> what game was it? Was it the Lions game? It was the Cowboys game. Cowboys, okay. Oh, that, that makes more sense. Okay. Uh, Number
0: seven, Drake. Number eight, Olivia Rodrigo. Number nine, Justin Bieber. And number ten, Lil Nas X. So that will do it for the charts there.
2: Um, So, Ben, uh, why I don't think I sent it it to you, did I? No, you did not. (laughs) Um, Well, I'll tell you what it is because there's a bit of a story behind it. Um, Joni Mitchell, A Case of You. Um, I
0: figured it might because you you texted me yeah. that you had been listening to Joni Mitchell this week.
2: I don't know why I never listened to her before. Um, I think maybe um, she's like a better John. She's a better, a better Bob Dylan. Like if Bob Dylan was a really talented musician and had a really good voice, mm-hmm. I don't think she gets the credit she deserves. I now understand why people were upset with the Big Yellow Taxi cover, because the thing about, one of the things about her songs, and I guess about just her recordings in general, she didn't follow a click track. So there are variations in tempo, sometimes in time signature, and they're usually, like you don't put a drum beat behind, or a drum machine behind her. Like a lot of it's just very bare bones and it's beautiful. And the reason I heard this is because they gave Catherine O'Hara a Governor's General Award, a Canada Governor's General Award, and... Some guys, Noah something, I can't remember his last name, did a cover of this song on the piano. It's beautiful. I'd never heard it. Looked it up and found out it was a Joni Mitchell cover. Looked up the song. Looked up, you know, and saw what album it was on and was like, hey, this is one I've never really listened to. Put it on and, like, from start to finish, it's a beautiful album. Some people say it's a breakup album. From James Taylor Mm -hmm. But they were still together When she was making He played on it But I think they broke up Halfway through or something But in any case This song is absolutely beautiful The cover of it is beautiful as well Um, They honored her and Ryan Reynolds And the dude from Bare Naked Ladies Did a song for him Called Canada's Got Your Back (laughs) (laughs) It was pretty good But this song And this album Has blown me away This is A Case of You By Joni
0: Mitchell From the Mm -hmm. album Blue and it was playing right now, and we'll be right back.
3: Just before our love got lost, you said, I am as constant as a northern star, and I said. Constantly in the darkness. Where's that at? If you want me, I'll be in a bar. On the back of a cartoon coaster. In the blue TV screen light. I drew a map of Canada. i
0: Case of You by Joni Mitchell from her album Blue. Um, and pulling it up, there's a tribute album for Joni Mitchell. Mm-hmm. And who does a cover of A Case of You? Prince. Prince. Yeah, I heard his version too.
2: It's, yeah, I uh, got like, I'm. it's kind of one of those things as somebody who, I guess at this point, is a someone who's talked about music on the regular and a fan. How did I never listen to this record before last week? it's, it's <laughs> so it's, good it's
0: definitely one of those albums with that singer songwriters um probably more than like mostly female singer songwriters will
2: reference yeah yeah as a as an influence michelle branch covered this one yeah yeah like it was just it's one of those like damn why, why did not i was very disappointed in myself so i mean that if anything that just means i need to go back and check out some classic type stuff this is this is definitely one of those albums where Sometimes I look at like what people list as the greatest albums of all time, and I don't always agree. I get this one. I totally get this one. So you can find that on our BTT YHT <clears throat> Earworms playlist
0: right now. So we started this episode with uh, the song I'll Take You There by the Staples Singers. And uh, we're going to be giving our Because 5. We, we, did, <laughs> we did a, a topic, uh, I think, three years ago yeah. about just the dynamics of the family musical act. Uh, So we'll be giving our because five family musical acts. And um, as we change the background, um, as you know, we, we, we have a because five, why? Because five. Mm -hmm. And as an excuse to play more music, we
2: have two honorable mentions. (laughs) So uh, Ben, what's your first honorable mention? All right, so my first honorable mention, struggled with this one, but going to go with Haim or Haim or however you say it. Maybe that's why they're my first honorable mention, because I'm not sure how to say their name. But um, really kind of got into them. Um, God, it had to be like back around. Like I love that first album back in 20, it had to be like maybe 2013. Yeah,
0: 2013. Things yeah, when are I gone.
2: first had it, yeah. Um, I think The Wire was the first song that I heard by them great track um i still don't get the comparisons maybe to 80s fleetwood mac but they were getting a lot of comparisons back then to fleetwood mac i i don't hear it like i said maybe with tango in the night that album from the 80s with um where they used like drum machines and stuff and i know lindsey buckingham used drum machines on um looking out for love which was his that was his solo song though right Yeah, I mean, you know how they write. It was stuff that they they all wrote on their own, and then they played it together. So, yeah, just, I could, maybe if you look at it from that way, but definitely not like Rumors, um, Tusk era, um, Fleetwood Mac, not at all. Um, But still, a good band, a little electronic, three, the sisters, um, there's three sisters in the band. Um, I'm blanking on their names now, I'm trying to look it up, but. um, So you've got, alana danielle and este no este excuse me um last name is haim um they all play instruments in the band um yeah just i really like them they're they're, they're very pop but i don't mind it they kind of seem like one of those bands though that's pop that gets a little bit of cred you know maybe it's because they're a little bit of kind of like a like a alternative pop or whatever like this was really, I felt like this was at the beginning of the 2010s, kind of taking hold. People like them, um, Tegan and Sarah, were kind of popular. Um, that Empire, what was it Empire? Um, they did Empire of the Sun. Okay. Kind of that sound was getting kind of popular at the, at the beginning of the 2010s, and I felt like they were one of those bands that
0: would just seemed like, okay, everyone's listening to David Bowie a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and I didn't mind. I didn't mind it at all so yeah, all right, so that's your first honorable mention
0: my first honorable mention um i, I kind of went i went too far so i that's why I had them ranked lower I went too far as far as my um uh honorable mention or, or defining a musical family mm-hmm. um <laughs> it is uh the gordies, but it's two different acts the gordies I'm not familiar with them uh. Well, you, you wouldn't know them by their I think they went by stage name, so you wouldn't know who their father was. So there's Kenneth Gordy, aka Rockwell. Oh no, <laughs> really? Okay, okay. And hold on, let me let me get their names here. Um That's hilarious. Yeah, so that is that is Barry Gordy's son. And there's also um uh uh Stefan Gordy and Skyler Gordy, who formed LMFAO. Okay, <laughs> okay. Um <laughs> Uh, Red Foo is Stefan Gordy, that's Barry's son, and Sky Blue is Skyler Gordy, which is Barry Gordy's grandson. <laughs> so to have uh, you know uh, the musical talent uh, that they you know all three of them have, <laughs> mm-hmm. and if you ask Barry Gordy, he probably didn't want them to do music at all.
2: Probably not. He knows the business. <laughs> um,
0: so. I know he definitely didn't want uh, Rockwell to do music. So the song, you know, song his out al- that album that had "Somebody's Watching Me" uh, was recorded uh, without his knowledge, mm-hmm. and Michael Jackson contributed to that. Yeah, that's the only reason why it was a hit song. because yeah. Michael saying background vocals? Like I can guarantee you, no one else knows any part of this. <laughs> <laughs> um, but for them to. Uh, I guess from the privilege that they may have had, because uh, Red Foo is one of the youngest kids. mm mm-hmm. um, And, you know, for all the success that Barry Gordy uh, attained, then to still go into music and then kind of do it your own way, but without, like, that influence of, like, oh, these are Barry Gordy. This is, they're related to Barry Gordy. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you have Rockwell, who does the, the synth pop R&B uh, stuff, and then you have LMFAO, which is um, it's EDM. Yeah. Uh, and with, with some hip hop to it, you know, um, which would kind of make it 90s, I guess, <laughs> like a 90s influence <laughs> yeah. sound. But for them to do that, I think is, um, I think it's pretty special that they had success without, without really the influence of Barry Gordy. Yeah. So I I think that I I had to give them credit for that.
2: Right, and I don't think anyone knew the LMFAO was related to them. Like it almost was kind of like a dirty secret. Like when it came out, people wanted to say like, "Oh, well it's because of them." Like, "All right, maybe you had the time to do the music because of them." But like, you know, it wasn't it wasn't because people knew, you know.
0: Yeah. So that's uh my first honorable mention. Word up. Uh your second honorable mention. <clears throat>
2: So I struggled with this one too, Um, but I'm gonna say the Gat Band, uh, which was formed by uh, the Wilsons, but not the Wilson brothers. Charlie Wilson, uh, being the um, well, the one that everyone knows. Um, I forget their names. Hold on. It's funny too. They're from Oklahoma. They're from Tulsa. Yeah,
0: from Tulsa. Don't
2: know many bands from Tulsa, but Charlie Wilson, well, Uncle Charlie is what they call them. Ronnie Wilson and Robert Wilson. Um, always like it when you see a band of, of black people playing this type of music. I always think it's kind of cool, especially when they're, when they're really successful and famous. Um, but yeah, um, I really dig this music. I, like, I never knew that we a family band, really, until I started really, really getting into them about maybe five or six years ago and kind of became obsessed. I think it's because I was looking something up and I found out what the words to outstanding really were because I never knew what they were really saying. And then I was like, oh, they're saying outstanding. Oh, I was—I thought they were saying like, can't stand. I, I don't know. Like, I just couldn't tell. Um, it, was, it was
0: funny with like they, I don't know if they reluctantly came together, but they started off as two different bands. Oh, really? <laughs> like Charlie was in one and the other two were in a different one. And they were kind of like rival bands <laughs> in Tulsa. <laughs> so uh, once like, you know, trying to keep a band together, guys want to go off to college, they mm-hmm. go off to the military or whatever. So, when both bands started breaking up, then they decided to form a band <laughs> together. <laughs> um, but like I said, Tulsa, Oklahoma. I, you would think these guys were from what New York, maybe New York, Chicago, yeah. Um, may, maybe even LA, yeah. Uh, but for this sound to come out of the Midwest, um, I think that's pretty cool,
2: yeah. Charlie Wilson's still going to this day.
0: Yeah. Um, So that is your second honorable mention. Mm Mm-hmm. My uh, my second honorable mention, um, I think because I I, I give them credit because it started off as, you know, uh, it was a group of girls that were so good at what they did, and... it was kind of like where gospel music could kind of be pop a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, um, and they were definitely like inspired by their, by secular music. I mean, mm-hmm. basically one of their, uh, the, one of the first biggest songs that I heard was, uh, Stevie wonder rip off. Mm-hmm. And that is the Clark sisters. <laughs> 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 um, so the song that I wanted to play here was You Brought the Sunshine. And uh, I'll play their live version. Um, with basically the... Uh, I think it was Twinkie. Twinkie had to write all the songs. <laughs> like, So I guess she was the Michael. Uh, but also she had to write everything. So there was a lot of pressure on her, it seemed like. Mm-hmm. Um, but... uh. She she heard Master Blaster by Stevie Wonder and base and wrote a gospel song yep. to, to something like that.
2: That uh, still happens today though. Like, yeah. It's
0: very popular to do. <laughs> uh, well some are just like blatant with it. Oh, but yeah. Uh we talked about a few episodes ago yeah. oh, about it. um but there uh there were so many uh for, for for them to, to come out and then have the you know the sisters that went solo or their their daughters or mm-hmm. nieces or whatever, um, this is definitely one of the bigger names in the gospel music community, mm-hmm. and uh, you know it started it, you know as we said like a lot of like. Black singers—they started Starting singing the in the church, yeah. and made and there's always that debate. Like, if you do secular music, you can't, can't go come back. back. Yeah, uh, their mother would not let them even do that, go that far. Wow. So, yeah. <laughs> so So they didn't even get a chance to actually do that to where they actually couldn't come back. So, but I think they—they um, uh, they did some things in in gospel that you know mm-hmm. we weren't really done at the time. Like they performed at the Grammys. Mm-hmm. You don't see that with gospel music. No, guys. you don't. Um, they, uh, I think that was one of their, one of the biggest, like, wow, really? They're, yeah. Like, <laughs> um, but I think they're, they're definitely pioneers as far as the, the family musical act. Mm-hmm. All right. So that was
2: my second honorable mention. Number five, Ben. All right. So, um, number five for me is going to be the Isley brothers. And these are, um, I feel like a lot of people my age, at least a lot of black kids my age, probably really got into the Isley Brothers when they when Ronald Isley um, portrayed Mr. Big in the... Oh, God, I love this intro. Oh, man. <laughs> but when he played Mr. Big um, in the R. Kelly tracks, you know? Yeah. Singing, sing, rapping, whatever, back and forth with R. Kelly, um, beating him to a pulp in his music video. <laughs> Look at me. I did this to you. So, um, and then, of course, you know, this was in the 90s, so it's funny to think about it. You know, we weren't that far removed from the 70s when they were big. But at that time,
0: they would already been around for 30 years. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so, go back and look at them and, and like, you know, of course, you, you might recognize this opening. If you're really young, you're thinking of it as the opening to Thundercats Them Changes.
1: Mm-hmm. Or
2: if you're our age... Today was a good Today day. Today was a good day. Mm-hmm. You know, Mr. Brown got a triple-double. <laughs> so, but then the, I go back and listen to it, and it's just like a beautiful, like the, it's just like the, the bass playing is amazing. Um, the guitar playing, um, Ernie Isley, great guitar player, apparently taught, I guess the legend always goes, he taught um, Jimi Hendrix how to play guitar. But um, they're a great band. They, they play, they're mainly thought of as an r and band, but to quote bumani Jones, There's, like, rock elements there as well because they are a band that had a lot of different influences. Like, I think of their cover of Summer Breeze and the really extreme Fuzz, that, which is a folk song already. And then you have the Fuzz guitar that Ernie Isley throws on the song, which, I mean, you could dare say Ernie Isley was kind of one of those guitar players that might have influenced later, you know, um, soul guitar music. Like, I feel like when I think of, like, funk, funk rock soul rock guitar you know players i think of that chorusy fuzzy guitar sound that he uses on that it's very very um characteristic of his playing like every guitar player has a sound that's his sound but then he, he can go and do this too you know <laughs> so yeah I, I really like this band all right so that
0: is your number five my number five uh i mentioned them briefly on the episode that we talked about the family musical acts because this was um, for the most part a mom and pop operation with this group because they did everything and that is Five Star out of the ah, UK yes Um. so uh, there aren't that many black people in the UK <laughs>
1: um,
0: and if they are there then a lot of them are
2: probably Uh, Nigerian, uh, or Jamaican. It's funny you mention that. uh, The latest episode of 60 Songs um, to whatever the 90s was Spice Girls' Wannabe. And he addresses that about Scary Spice. He was like, come on. The one black member of the band was named Scary Spice and refers to interviews where she's like, you know, at concerts in the UK, she's looking around. And many of those rooms... I'm the only black girl. I'm the only black person. <laughs> I was just like, but they love black people's music over there. It's, just, it's so weird. It's so funny.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, this is Five Star. These are the, the Pearsons. I think it's Denise, Doris, Lorraine, uh, Delroy, and Stedman Jr. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> their father was, uh, I think their father played with Wilson Pickett. Uh, their father was a musician played with him mm-hmm. um, so he wanted to form a band uh, similar to the Jackson 5 he had 5 kids uh, so um, like I said they were a, a mom and pop operation in a way because they all did everything themselves eventually uh, there's one who wrote this who who sang lead on all the songs yeah. that's Denise <laughs> uh, I think you had Doris who uh, who wrote a lot of songs and did the choreography you had Lorraine, who was the spokesperson. Mm-hmm. She was listed as spokesperson. I wasn't sure what that meant exactly. Like, did she, she do talks. all the interviews? <laughs> um, you had Stedman Jr., who was the, uh, he had, he was the oldest, and he had gone to fashion school. Mm. And when they formed, he joined the group and like, well, I'll design all the costumes. Mm-hmm. So he did all their costumes. Um and uh Delroy who's the youngest uh he eventually was producing a lot of their songs mm-hmm. um but this is a this is a, a group that tried to cross over to the United States uh, they were big in the UK for a while but then like i think they got the how people looked at new kids on the block here mm. as far as yeah they're they're making these popular songs but they're actually not that good mm-hmm. and um and they, uh, there was, there was a, a children's television show that they were on. Oh, I, I'm not sure what that was. There. <laughs> but <laughs> there was a children's television show they're on where people could call in to yeah. ask the group questions. And then someone called in, oh, I just wanted to call in to find out why you guys are so fucking crap. And then they hung up on them. Oh. But this was a children's show Oh no, that they were on. And, uh... And actually, the saxophone is that is I think that's Grover Washington Jr. that they got dope. On. Okay, so like I said, they were big in the UK. Uh, tried to cross over to the United States. Uh, There's even one album they made where they looked like it was like Michael Jackson's Bad had just come out, uh-huh. so they dressed like that. And then all the girls they looked like I think they were they were copying Janet Jackson's look. Hey man, you still from the best. Yeah, so. <laughs> They they made it work for a really long time, Yeah, actually. So that's why I give them credit for that. So the Pearsons from Five Star. All right, bit number four.
2: All right, so number four. I feel like I'm, I might get some judgment from this, but if you know me, you know this. Jonas Brothers. I make no apologies. <laughs> um, I've been a Jonas Brothers fan probably since they put out a little bit longer, um, which was not their debut, but was like, it was essentially when their sound changed, because they started out kind of like as a Blink-182 clone. Um, and then they started doing, which was really popular at the time, just basically pop rock music. Um, I'd probably say from the moment that um, Kelly Clark's released Since You've Been Gone, that's when the clock started ticking for pop rock music, um, but everyone was making it. Um, and then, what, they made like two, maybe two or three albums of pop rock music, um, ending with um, Lion's vibes and Trying Times or something like that. And went away for a long time and came back, like, more electronic and pop. And this is, you know, kind of what we got. Like, Sucker, which was, like, someone called a funk track. And I'm like, no, it's just, a, it's just electro dance music. That's really all it, all it is. Um, I, so I, I think one of the things that kind of made people forget about the Jonas Brothers was the fact that they all went solo, and Nick Jonas basically kind of became their Justin Timberlake. Hmm. Like, he was everywhere, um, Kevin, I think had a reality show, but was just kind of like there. He didn't really do anything. And Joe formed um, DNCE <laughs> and had a, you know success as a one-hit wonder with that band. Uh, apparently, they still they have a pretty devout, devout following, but just not enough to produce hit songs. I guess DNCE. Yeah, d- what did I, Yeah, DNCE. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd say they were one album wonder. Yeah, it's, and it's a very good album. It's, yeah, it is. The good. EP was good. I know they took off Jinx, um, which you can't really find anywhere except for like SoundCloud now. Which was Shway was the matter of fact that was my first earworm was Toothbrush, but um, the album DNCE was really good. So, but then you know they came back together, um, and I feel like it really mostly benefited Joe and Kevin. Like this is basically what they're doing What like you know Joey and all the rest of the guys Really want Justin to do But he won't <laughs> Which is just come back and hey be in our band Let us you know Justin's like no I'm good I am I got Jessica Bill, I'm fine And Nick was like you know hey you know Why not I'll come back you know I'm, I, I, And I don't know why
0: You know what the last straw
2: was what? That Lou Pearlman documentary <laughs> <laughs> Can't go out like that <laughs> Um but I mean I'm happy they came back together. I'm not as big of a fan of, of their newer stuff, which is why they're not higher than the other people who are ahead of them, but I still think it's not bad, you know? So
0: Alright, so that was your number 4 Mm-hmm. My number four, um, we said these are these are two mm-hmm. different acts. I, I saw I saw that if it if it's if it was they're all related, but it's mm-hmm. two different acts. I, I think that could count for a little bit more. So um, I have the Gibbs. Oh, okay, okay. So this is the BGS, of course, hmm. um, and of course their brother Andy Gibb was as a solo artist, um, a teen idol who got lumped in with um, Leif Garrett and mm-hmm. Sean Cassidy and <laughs> the Bay City Rollers. He got lumped that in long with hair them and bright smile, <laughs> a little bit of
2: facial hair or no facial hair in no some cases. Hair, no no, fa- no yeah. facial hair. That means you old. Yeah. (laughs) Well, sure. Yeah. Sean Cassidy, none. Who's Leif Garrett? Leif Garrett. I always, every time I think of Leif Garrett, I I think of him older. So I just think of the facial hair when he was like (laughs) down on his luck. Yeah. Leif Garrett. But he clean shaved. On all the VH1 shows. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: But I like that these, these, uh, all four of them together kind of defined. an era and a sound, as far as disco, yeah. you know, being featured in, and well well producing, putting together the the Saturday Night Fever soundtrack, mm-hmm. um, and kind of figure out what to do with what they could do vocally,
2: like yeah. how to use that. How do you make a voice like this marketable? Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, it's it's difficult. It, it yeah. still is. Yeah. It still is. It could work for a minute, you know. Um, so. Uh I think they're like I said they they <laughs> defined an era. When you think of disco, you think of, you know, the Bee Gees. It doesn't take long to get to their name mm-hmm. as far as artists associated with them. So, yeah. um uh and then bringing on their 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 little brother and he had a great career of his own. Mm-hmm. Um until he passed, so yeah. Uh it's um I think their their uh their legacy is intact, and hopefully more people will appreciate' mhm so that's my number four
2: okay cool cool all right man, number three number three so this is a group I didn't really get into until I was a little bit older, and that's the pointer sisters um I knew slow hand, I knew that one from when I was younger, and I was somewhat familiar with like uh oh God, what's the name that the he um Ah God, I'm so excited in Neutron Dance, yeah. Uh, uh, Neutron Dance was in, what was that in? Was that Beverly Hills Cop? Yeah. Yeah. I was familiar with those songs um, just because I feel like I heard them as a kid. Um, The song that made me obsessed with them was He's So Shy. Um, It was something about that synth solo. I love a good synth solo. This one and and the one from um, uh, that Jane Child song. Um, Uh, Don't want to fall in love God those are good synth solos Um, And so after that I started to realize Like I like a lot Of their songs So like Automatic I became I think that was In my top 20 Or my top My yearly rap one year Automatic As well as this song Neutron Dance I'm so excited Slow Hand I know we've talked About them briefly before And how like They were kind of Really, kind of all over the place in terms yeah. of
0: um, their pop, their yeah, R&B, their country, country. their rock. Their yeah, <laughs> they covered a
2: Bruce Springsteen song, "Fire." Like they were just really kind of did it all. And I feel like maybe you know back then I, I don't know. I don't want to say back then you could do that and you can't now. Maybe if you're a pop I feel like crossover back then they act, they couldn't do that. Yeah, like pop crossover acts maybe you know can get away with it because they were never like truly just r and B. I-, I don't know they-, they did some really wild stuff for-, for their time i think like slow hand is the one that comes to mind it's like i'm pretty sure as a kid looking back on that i did not think that was a black singing group you might not have known that until right now who knows <laughs> maybe you <laughs> thought the Pointer Sisters were white i don't know but slow hand was definitely like kind of a country ballad it's a great song all right. Um, and let me see. Uh, yeah. I got to name these names. So um, I don't know if these are all, but Ruth Pointer, Issa Pointer, Sadako Pointer, past members Anita Pointer, Bonnie Pointer, June Pointer. Looks like they probably just cycled in some people. Yeah, I know. Like. I
0: know. Um, I think a couple of them passed away. OK. Uh, so it, some of them might be nieces or cousins or yeah. something. It looks but like but that original
2: the was Anita, Bonnie and June were the originals when they formed in 1969. So,
0: All right. Um, so that was your number three. Yeah. Uh, I figured you'd have them, so I didn't include the Pointer Sisters on my list. <laughs> I probably could have, but um, I was giving more points to others for different fit, reasons. Yeah. So this is another split into two acts, but I, um, I like their story more. Mm-hmm. Um, the Silver's. Uh, this song is called "We Can Make It If We Try." Um, I guess the the Michael of this group is Leon Silver's the third, <laughs> who became a prominent songwriter in the eighties and nineties. Mm-hmm. Um, he he, I guess it's this scene unique to me, maybe not to you, but mm-hmm. he's a bass player, so he wrote songs on the bass. That's where the melodies came from. Mm-hmm. And uh, they had a lot of um, their melodies, I think, are incredible. The, the harmonies, I mean, their harmonies are incredible. Yeah. Um, there were uh, nine of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they started they were featured on a show. They had those game shows in like the 50s and 60s, like To Tell the Truth or I've Got a Secret. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Basically, it was kind of like more of a talent show where the panel would guess who they are or if they're if they're really what they're what they say they are. Mm -hmm. So they were featured as as kids. Um, They had a little vocal group and uh, uh, they're from I think they're from L.A. I'm not sure exactly what neighborhood, Uh, but it was like when they first started off, you know, their first album, Leon is writing their songs. Mm hmm. But they didn't have any hits. So the hits that they're known for are Boogie Fever, who people might mistake for them for the Jackson 5, mistake that song to a really? Jackson okay. 5 I'm song. Okay, I'm familiar with that song, Boogie Fever. And they have another song called Hotline. Mm-hmm. But the guy who wrote Boogie Fever, he's uh, he wrote I Want You Back, I think, okay. for Jackson 5. He co-wrote that, I think. Probably why they all sounded very similar. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like I, I saw this on the, the, the show. They had an unsung episode. And I'm like, man, the stuff Leon was writing was better than that stuff, than their <laughs> pop, than the, their popular stuff, you know. Um, so it took them a while to try to, to, to have success based on stuff they were doing themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, that was more them. Um, but I really appreciate, like, how he, the harmonies he comes up with. And um, it's not, it, it doesn't always seem like traditional uh, song structure with him and like I said they split off the two family acts kind of uh the song Misdemeanor by Foster Silvers mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. which was I think sampled by Missy Elliott um uh, for the song um uh I, think I was just saw it somewhere I think it was that. I'll I'll, I'll yeah. see if I can pull it up real quick um cause that was that was the song that I I knew them um yeah, here it is. This is Foster Silver's. Okay. Who's the youngest? I think he's like eleven. Oh wow! <laughs> uh, and Leon Silver's wrote this for the one of the older brothers, but he's going through puberty, <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, it was given to the little brother. And they had, and there was two two other sisters that were his background singers. So in a way, it was two different family acts. That was my number three. Word. All right, man, number two.
2: All right, this is where it's about to get weird. Um, not really. Meg and Dia. I'm just going to say it. Meg and Dia, the Frampton sisters. I don't know how many people knew that that was her last name. but Are they related really to the Peter Frampton? I don't believe so. They're from Utah. I don't know what that means, but they're from Utah. <laughs> I don't either. <clears throat> um. So big Meg and Dia fan. I've um, been a big Meg and Dia fan since I heard, I think it was this, either this song or Roses. I forget which one, but they both have similar song structures uh, where they have like kind of the louder verse. And then at the chorus, they kind of break it down a little bit. Um, but they're really good. Meg, uh, Meg sings. Dia plays guitar. Um, they've got a backing band, but I mean, like whenever they're you know marketing them, it's them. They're on the album covers. You see them. I have no clue who's in the backing band. Um, but um, this one. Oh God, what was this album called? It was called um, because this was the first one I heard. The album with this song. Yeah.
0: Something real and here, here, and here.
2: Yeah. So something real was the first one. Here, here, and here's the second. They have oh, it's two albums. Yeah, okay. they got to release co- okay. uh, 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 They're together. Together. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, uh, something real was the one where I think it's supposed to be like a concept album. Or something like that Something kind of I don't want to say weird Because that's not weird But Um This was the one I was familiar with Because this was not Their first one I think their first album Was like an EP Called If you're broke Then sue somebody Or something like that (laughs) Yeah They kind of had That emo thing going Or it says like What is it A fender bender I don't know They were doing a lot Of weird stuff back then (laughs) Um Now they're kind of like Alternative pop music But Um this album was um, the songs draw inspiration from books such as East of Eden, Rebecca, and in Indiana. Um, so it's it's a bit of an odd an odd album. The next one that came out, which was here, here, and here, was a little bit more of the same. Um, a little bit more, a little bit better produced. Uh, my favorite track from that one was Black Wedding. Um, they didn't really do too much after that because Dia went on The Voice, um, and she placed pretty highly. So after she was on The Voice and placed highly um she kind of the band went on hiatus they came back later and um yeah and now they're just completely different they sound like very alt rocky like in alt rock of course now it's like electronic elements tons of reverb stuff like that sound nothing like this this was back when they were on warp tour they wouldn't fit in on warp tour right now okay Hmm. yeah
0: um so that was number two, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, my number two, uh, I kinda wanted to, to disqualify them, but I was giving other people credit for the same reasons. Um, the wine <laughs> I kind of was because like that's it was too easy of a choice. <laughs> they're very popular. And but yeah, they so you. there's so many offshoots of yeah, them. Like this so is probably the, the biggest musical family you may you may ever find um not only is it you know the the they're the four brothers which i think is ron michael marvin and carvin they're marvin and carvin are not twins uh from found uh (laughs) then there are and then there's bb and cc who were a duo and then solo artist uh there's mario who. Uh, Does know? Let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> People don't want to know about or they don't want to talk about, maybe. <laughs> but he goes, uh, you know, writes some songs for Diddy mm-hmm. and whatnot. Comes back. Uh, he, he comes back. He wrote some songs for CeCe. So they let him come back. Yeah. Uh, and then there's a the second generation Winans. Uh, and then, you know, even Mom and Dad, Pops and <laughs> Winans, so had, had, had songs them. too. So there are they they are all they are all over they're 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 the most prominent name in the gospel music community as far as the family goes yeah they're like royalty they they are royalty yeah most certainly royalty um and uh they are yeah they're just a uh you you they're one of those names that you you can't You know exactly what to expect when you hear that last name, essentially. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, yeah, that's my number two. All
2: right, Mm -hmm. Ben. Number one. Number one. Ali and AJ. Don't at me. (laughs) Don't come at me. I love Ali and AJ um, from their... uh, So, I got into them late. I think I got into them after... Because they started out as Disney stars acting in Disney shows, stuff like Cowbells and stuff like that. They tried to make them, like, non-twins versions of the Olsen twins um, because they could also sing. So, yeah, they were everywhere. And um, they are, too, a group, a family group that has kind of gone in a completely different direction as they got older. Which just kind of goes to show you, like, when you're on Hollywood Records early in your career, like, they really have control of your, of your career, they don't let much get by. So, Allison and Amanda Mokalka. Mokalka? I, I thought Michael said. Chuck. Michael Chuck? I have no clue. Mike, I don't know. I think it was Michael Chuck. I don't know how to pronounce it. I've never heard anyone say it. <laughs> I just always hear Ally and AJ. Um, Into the Rush was the first record they released. Uh, went gold. The second one was... Um, was uh, Hold on, I thought the certified gold is sold... Hold on, I thought their first, their second album oh, was Insomniatic.
0: Machalka, okay. I thought it was Michael Chuck. I thought
2: was. I have uh, no, okay. I've never known how to say it. We're, we'll go with your pronunciation because I'm not good at this. I don't want to embarrass myself. Um, so I don't think they really, yeah. So Acoustic Hearts of Winter was the second one, which is a Christmas album, and then the third one was Insomniatic. Insomniatic, you can kind of hear them going into a more adult, um, a more adult progression of music. Um, this was their lead single off of that album. Um, the rest of the album was very electronic and kind of indie. Um, after that, they left Hollywood Records and there was a huge, um, like a huge kerfuffle. They actually have a lot of their stuff released on SoundCloud, the demos that never came out. Um, very well produced, very well, well, like very tightly made pop rock music. But I think it was kind of understood that pop music, pop rock music, like you would hear from Hannah Montana and things like that, was really no longer going to be viable. So it never got released. It got shelved, and they just kind of floated around. Did a lot of acting um, in between. Then Ali, no, AJ, I think it was. No, Ali was in Band Slam, which is yeah, a- yeah,
0: and uh, Easy A. Yeah,
2: um, Band Slam is one of my favorite movies. It's a, it's a really like you, you, you. Even with her being in it, it's a incredibly indie rock and kind of showed the position they were going into. Formed um, Violet seventy eight or seventy eight Violet. Um, didn't really do anything. Finally released an album called Hot House, which was just strange um but then they kind of settled into their tegan and sarah bag and that's kind of where they've been since then i think i really think like they're probably like we want to be like that um i feel like tegan and sarah for female um electronic pop groups kind of became maybe the um the the the, the standard maybe I, I don't know like i feel like a lot of these female groups kind of just sound like a tegan and sarah to me but i don't know you, you be the judge but that's just my thoughts All right. Um,
0: So that was your number one. That's my number one. So my number one,
2: um, you could say it's too easy of a choice. And I have a feeling I know who it is. I'm just hoping it's not, but it probably is. Who do you think it is? I'm going with two guesses. I'm going to go with the obvious one, the Jacksons. Okay. What was your other guess? The DeBarges. No, <laughs> <laughs> that's Not, the riskier one, the DeBarges. Yeah, that yeah, uh,
0: it is the Jacksons. <laughs>
2: um,
0: the reason why I I have the Jacksons, and it, yeah, it's too easy of a choice. I, I made some easy choices. Ben went. Well, ben had the risky choices in comparison. <laughs> I would say, um, but I would say the Jacksons because uh, mm-hmm. there's the the story of it and. Kind of how every like, even though it didn't seem like this is what everyone should be doing, it's what everyone ended up doing. Yeah, it
2: uh, is.
0: Every of the nine kids from Joe and Catherine, Jesus Christ, that's kid. They had nine of them, y'all. Of the nine kids, each one of them has at least one solo album. Mm hmm. Tito was the last one to do it, and that was like a few years ago. <laughs> he never did a solo, but everybody has a solo album. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, we all know about Michael. We know about uh, Janet. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason why I say I when while we use the, the 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 phrase the term the Michael of a family yeah. group is because their their talent alone carried everything. Yeah. They that made they made everything happen yeah. based on their talent
2: alone. If it wasn't for them, this thing doesn't get off the ground. If Jermaine's
0: the lead singer, I don't know how far the Jacksons <laughs> get,
2: honestly. <laughs> I don't know how far they get. If Marlon had to be the lead oh, singer, they don't go anywhere because no. he is awful. Was well, he the sorry, one that kept though. getting beat? <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. You could so when people say, "Can you beat talent into someone?" Marlon is proof that you can't, because he got beat so much. But the thing is, like, <laughs> Marlon could dance, mm-hmm. but he's
0: he's not a good singer. Yeah, at all. I saw a clip. Like, I don't know if what it was with Arsenio Hall with trying to make certain acts happen, mm-hmm. but Marlon had, was a guest musical a musical guest on the Arsenio Hall show. Mm-hmm. I think twice, mm. and. He hyped it up like it, like Michael was there. Like, not, <laughs> no, no like, uh, oh, man, just because they
2: share the same last name. Yeah,
0: um, Mm-mm. but uh, and then of course there are the offshoots. There's 3T. Yeah, <laughs>
2: um,
0: and um, everyone's been in the news for various various reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, this is kind of the I don't want to say the standard. Because I don't think we'll see anything like this again. They're like the nine kids.
2: They're the Kennedys of this.
0: Yeah, uh, they are. They are, They are definitely royalty. Like the Winans are royalty. Yeah. Um. So, uh, they are. I guess in a way, they are. They. They actually are the standard. But you won't see it uh, that way anymore because people aren't having as many kids like that. that in yeah. which uh, you may or may not have to beat talent into yeah. them.
2: <laughs> Where you stri- we'll, we'll say you strike gold. And yeah. you're able to put it together and make it work, um kind of felt like that's what Selena's father was trying to do um but like you know you and she was the one who carried that group, but like yeah, that was to to be able to be that successful, yeah <laughs> all right, um,
0: okay. Sorry, had a, I had an important text message that <laughs> I will deal with after the show. Uh, that will do it for our Because 5 musical families, and we're going to try to wrap this up as soon as we can here. So my earworm of the week. Uh, this was, uh, like I said, I on well, I guess the episode we had with Eric, I've been listening to some acid jazz. One of the artists that I had mentioned is considered acid jazz, and that is Jamiroquai. There's a remix of the song I'm gonna play um, from an an artist named MC DJ, which is actually um, it's Donald Glover. (laughs) He made some mixtapes as a DJ when he was uh, in college. I think he went to NYU. Um, It's a sped up version of this song, and it's called "All Right." Oh, oh, that you skip play on BET. (laughs) (laughs) So this is "All Right." Bye, Jameer Quai, and we'll be right back. jamiroquai
2: it's <laughs> <laughs> a great song so what is what what kind of re, does he i thought this was the remix this was not a remix of course it sounds like no. the original this is oh, the original version. yeah yeah i was like i thought he was gonna like rap or something oh no okay. the the MC
0: DJ version like it's it's a it's a mixtape that you okay. gotta search through the internet to even find, find anymore uh, I, I might say I, I think i have the whole i have the zip file somewhere okay i might send it to you yeah this song's is- song's boss but he, he he like sped it up and it's like a uh like a drum and bass sped up version okay. it's pretty cool interesting That's um different. so uh that will do it for this particular episode told you we weren't going to keep you here long <laughs> sound like
2: that pastor <laughs>
0: <laughs> sometimes i don't think the pastor is going to keep it will keep you there yeah. long. you'll say like you know because no one because everyone's just like Okay, if we don't say anything, he'll just keep going. No, mm-hmm. no, he will slow down if you're not <laughs> saying anything.
2: <laughs> All right now.
0: <laughs> oh, let's bring it back on the screen real quick. Okay. Oh god. So um I know there's some 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 families we left off, you know, like the DeBarges, mm-hmm. um, the Staple Singers, mm-hmm. Sister Sledge, um, even though I just think Sister Sledge is just a product of Nile Rodgers and Bernard <laughs> Edwards, <laughs> um, uh, the Will, well Wilson
2: Phillips, A.K.A. Because wasn't Hart part? part no, never. Mind, I'm thinking of something. Well, else. Hart.
0: Well, yeah, no, not related.
2: Yeah, no not related. Yeah, not related. Uh,
0: the Wilson from uh, like. Wilson from Wilson Phillips was related to one of the Wilsons from the Beach Boys, oh, okay. I believe. Okay, and then the Phillips is the Phillips from the Mamas and the Papas, mm-hmm. um, the Jets, I think. The Jets, yeah. Uh, a, that's probably the last. That's the last one. That's the most recent in which there are like nine kids, <laughs> and we're going to make it into a band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Someone asked because I said I was gonna. Uh, we were gonna do this episode, and someone said, uh, "So you're gonna um, do the uh, the Partridge Family? Does that no? The Partridge Family does not count. Uh, the Brady Bunch, while they were a musical act, that does not count. No mm-hmm. fictional families. Yeah. Um. So uh, the the stream crashed, but y'all have the audio. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so uh, and also the Lions from Empire. Those <sighs> do not count either. No, they don't count. <laughs> Um, so that'll bring us to the end of this episode you know where to find us uh, what should we end the show with mm,
2: I don't know um, you know what something by the DeBarge um, the DeBarges uh, oh we also left off the Leverts yeah well we, we mentioned them in spirit yes yeah we yeah. mentioned <laughs> them um, yeah we end, end with um, was it Stay With Me by the DeBarges
0: yeah let me pull that that's a, that's a good track
2: um
0: one of the more famous hip hop samples of all time.
2: Yeah, yeah and that's what I was that's why I thought about it because <laughs> if you're if you're younger, you know it as Oh, and they maybe have another foolish. one uh, I a don't dream. Know. A dream is yeah. another one that's a famous sample. Maybe you know it as Foolish by Ashanti, or maybe you know it as um, Depending on your age. Yeah. Depending <laughs> on your age, or you know it as a biggie track. Why can't I think of the name uh, of the song? Um One More do- Chance. Do- yeah, one more chance. With a Faith song background on that, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: So we're going to play that to end the show. Thank you everyone for listening. We'll talk to you very soon. Peace.
2: Peace.